everyone to the Outtakes Podcast. I'm Sam, we're back, and I'm joined by Joe That's right, audio listeners, this isn't going to get confusing at all. Please welcome brand new member, Joe, but also, I'm thinking about this, right? We might have to develop like an extra name for you, right? So here's some ones that I was thinking of. You can have the J-Man, M, Mur, Murray Man, Joestopher, Seth, Sefi, um, uh, Rimboy. I didn't really think a lot of them through. Any of those standing out to you? I'll, I'll, I'll accept Murray. I feel Murray. that <laughs> Murray, yeah. Murray that makes it sound like, like a 60-year-old American man. <laughs> Murray. I mean, all, all great people have the surname Murray. Murray. Like Bill and <laughs> Andy and Al. Nice. Um, yeah, put one on. That's it. They're the only famous Maury's I know. I can't think of any famous And the Mints. Maury Mints. Oh, yeah? Okay. Isn't yeah, there a really think. famous footballer called Owen? Oh, McLeod. Okay, yeah. I mean, other than that, though, I can't think Owen of any Wilson. Others. Oh, no. Yeah, no. The f- first name Owen, maybe. Not surname. My dad's name is Michael Owen. What, if, what if you became Joe instead? Joe Oh, man, that's all people used to call me in, like, <laughs> primary. I know. <laughs> primary school flashbacks. Joe-in. Well, before we get started, to welcome uh, Murray. I'm never going to get used to that. <laughs> to the show. Um, I've got a little getting to know you set of questions. Curtis, you're Forbes. Um, now, there was there, there was 55 questions on this list. I've chosen 10 of the very best. Oh, Okay. So we'll start with question number one. Um, where do you most hope to visit? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. Probably Italy, Italy. Rome. Why? I've, I've always been interested in the Colosseum and the whole architecture-esque. And it's just somewhere with my family were very, we're going to Spain because it's warm. So I never really got to experience different cultures other than Spanish <laughs> warm weather beaches and Irish pubs. So wow. def- Is, definitely Italy for you, culture. Let me ask you a question. Does that, does that at all stem from uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood wanting to go to Rome? I mean, that, I did. That's my to touch point with Rome. Well, <laughs> I wasn't like a massive, a massive, I mean, like, obviously I played it and I was like, oh, it's Italy. But I think I just want to go more for myself and experiencing different, you know, cultures because I've never been to Italy before. So, wow, look at you. That's, that's like an actual good answer. All right, uh, question two: What brought you here? Being invited by, by the host himself. <laughs> uh, question three: What's what's one thing you're excited about that's coming up in 2018? <laughs> Okay, so go, oh, go it. Oh, I can't wait to start to start my new job. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funnily enough, where I'll meet you people. Oh my gosh, it's fake. Uh, number four, what's your hidden talent? I can play the trombone. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm a grade four trombonist. Oh my god, that's pretty wait, cool. Oh, it goes up to stupid numbers. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I, I used to play the trombone from like the age of 10 till about 17, 18. Do you still have insane. access to a trombone? It's, it wasn't 
basically like the music teacher at the time at the time kind of gave me one and was like oh you can have this as long as you know you, you stick it out do your grades all that jazz so it's kind of like my trombone i don't have it anymore but i probably could get one I know, I know a lot of musical people it's back in Blackpool, so I probably could get one. Pursue some. I'm, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play a song if that's what you're trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, what's your most used emoji? I will find out. Is that like the top left one when you text? Like, yeah, I assume so. Yeah, it is eggplant. As basic as it is, it's laughing, crying emoji, hey. followed by. Uh, throwing up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> is it laughing, crying emoji normal, or is it laughing, crying emoji tilted? That's the that's the big question. Oh yeah, the difference. Normal. Wow. Very basic. Um, what was your last text? <laughs> it was to my girlfriend saying "you up" because she's been on night shift, <laughs> <laughs> and this was a. 20 to 6 p.m. So we're going to assume that she's not. She's, she's, she's not She up. hasn't replied. So she's I'm not up. Uh, number seven, where is your happy place? Ooh. That's, that's a deep question. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's... Ooh. <laughs> Bonus on Windermere. Windermere? Why? It's just always been my favourite place ever to visit. I, don't ask me why. It's just for some reason, ever since I was young, Bonast on Windermere was just the like my favourite place ever. My ashes will be scattered in Bonast <laughs> on Windermere. I've decided already. <laughs> for some reason, it's just like my favourite place ever. It's so, amazing. yeah. Bonast on Windermere is my happy place. They should put that on the ads. Like on uh, tourist brochures. Uh, I did what Joe's ashes <laughs> here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My ashes will be scattered here. <laughs> uh, Joe, recommend it's just some dust in the in the air. <laughs> it's just some dust for like creating a foam just like yeah. in the middle of the air. Uh, we're nearly at the end. Uh, this is the exact wording. What do you give a damn about? Ooh. <laughs> And courtesy of Forbes, I just want to. <laughs> I give a damn about football, sports. I'm a big football fan, big big Blackpool supporter. So I always want to check the scores and go to every game I can. I mean, I feel that that's very. Give a damn sounds like I should make it like political. Like <laughs> you know, I give a damn about racism. I hate it. Let's get it out. But yeah, I'll just say I, I I give a damn in the sense of I care a lot about. Blackpool, which is where I'm from, That's football fair. team. So, nice. Uh, like what it. What did you have to give up to achieve your current level of success? <laughs> what did I have to give up? <laughs> uh, living it, living in Blackpool. There you go. <laughs> I had to get away from that that hellscape that is the 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 number th- the third worst place to live in the UK. So <laughs> Wait, what's number one? Some at bad if Blackpool's third. Yeah, that's a great question. Should we find out what the the number one is? I'm pretty sure. As of when I when I made my university final project, it was the third worst. Which was when did I make my final project? Last year, wasn't it? End of last year. <laughs> Blackpool third worst place to live. 
Because I put it as like a, at the beginning it was. I'm sure my time has been on that list at some point. I remember that would be a thing in like Sounds when we were in high school. I don't think it is anymore. I think it used to be. It was like when yeah. we were in high school, we were like, oh, it's worth, one of the worst places to live. I know it used to be one of the highest places of teenage pregnancy in the UK. <laughs> or the highest place at one wow. point, I think. But yeah, there you go. Teenagers getting pregnant. <laughs> Here's the courses I can find. Blackpool isn't even even there. So good news for Blackpool. Here, here, oh, wow. Here, here's a list I can find. That includes Peterborough, Huddersfield, Liverpool, Bradford, Hull, Wakefield, Luton, and Jaywick Sands. Are the worst right. places to live. A lot, a lot of places in the in like Yorkshire area. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're telling me there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Yorkshire is just the worst place to live. Wakefield. Yeah, I feel, wait, 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 is Liverpool, what, the third or something, do you say? It's yeah. not, I don't So, yeah. like... The only pe- the people who would have voted for that, no one was from Liverpool in that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Every, everyone who doesn't like Liverpool, every, the only people who love Liverpool are people from Liverpool. Exactly. They bloody love Liverpool, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Scousers, they absolutely adore it. I mean, some people on the edge, I know people who love Liverpool. I mean, it's nice but, enough. You know what? I mean, it's fine, but like, it's I wouldn't not- say it. Place to live. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not somewhere that's like I would put on a top ten. Yeah, like, Hasn't it been like voted like a very cultural place as yeah, well? Yeah, I think it has a big well, impact. Isn't it literally, the OA capital of culture. I think so. Yeah, like that's, that's it's strange. not Manchester, but it's yeah. like pretty good still. You know what I mean? Yeah, go Liverpool. It's the second capital of the north. It's a better night out than Manchester is. Manchester's a good night out. Liverpool's better. Because everything's together. It's good. I've never been. You've been saying that for a long time. We need to go out in Liverpool, clearly. Yeah, I would say. I mean, nothing's nothing's beat my experiences. And go. I mean, that's just because I went to Liverpool when I first started going out. I think that's probably why. Nostalgic, you know. <laughs> Nostalgic. And finally, Joe, before we get on with the show proper, of what are you most afraid? Again, that's the exact wording. Of what are you most afraid? This is going to sound really weird. But being, getting stuck, but in like busy, getting stuck in busy places. For example, this is going to sound really weird, but like when you're in a really busy car park and let's say an event's just finished and everyone's trying to get out at the same time and all the cars are like right next to each other and one has to move an inch, the other has to move an inch, then one has to move an inch. Then situations, I am done. When, when I lived back in Blackpool, there was like a little country road near my house. Um, we usually we went down it a lot and I hated it. And then the one time we went down it, there was a tractor coming the other way and there was at least 10 plus other cars behind uh, my mum's, which was at the front. And I literally screamed, like had a, it wasn't, I don't think it was a panic attack, but I literally lost it completely, got out the car, walked around this tractor <laughs> that was blocking the road and just walked home for like 25 <laughs> minutes because I just, I, I just couldn't deal with being stuck in a situation like that. I just hate it's not like, I'm not claustrophobic, but it's like situational things like that. I don't know what the word is. I feel but... that's more rational than mine. Mine's just, like, I have a genuine fear of going bald. I just don't want <laughs> We're talking about this today. I don't want it. I just can't. Like, I just, I have this horrible feeling that when I'm in my 50s, I'm going to go bald. I just don't want it. You know what I mean? I'm just... You got a good head of hair. No, I know. I have now. But, like, I remember when I was in college, it started to thin at the top. Like, when... A really harsh light is shined on my head. You can like see it's about here, well, it's, it's... and it stresses me out. I'm like, nah, I've got a weird shaped head. I can't be bald. You know what I mean? 
I I don't want to be bald. Like, it's, your, it's your maternal father, isn't it? That you get like your hair genes from. So it's your mum's dad. So okay, so he wasn't bald, but my see, my, right? It was my nan. It was my nan that did it. That like gird me because she was like in our family. The baldness skips a generation all the time. <laughs> so like her dad was bald, but a grand no, her dad was bald, but a granddad wasn't. But her great granddad was, and my which. So her dad was my great granddad. So yeah. it's like your great granddad. So which means that me, I'm gonna be the one who's bald. But that's my dad's side. Only time will tell. So yeah, exactly. We'll find out in fifty in what what look at my watch. Like thirty years <laughs> in my fifties, I'll be bald. I've always said though, if I go, if it goes any further than like halfway down my head, just shaming it off. Just gotta do it. Yeah, gonna, I agree. I'm not gonna be one of those yeah. guys that clings onto her. I'm just going full beard, massive muscles, get rid of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'll just own it. I'll put hat. It's weird, isn't it? Right? It's it's more tragic when you see the when you see someone holding onto it. Yeah. Like Coleman. Yeah. yeah so bad. Like, dude, just commit, you know what I mean? Just commit. It's like when you see like the CEO. It's a really weird <laughs> thingy that the CEO of Disney looks like an egg because all he has is like eyebrows, and that's it. You just like an egg, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, grow a beard, my guy. I know some people can't, but like, at least try. You know what I mean? Like, you just, you're always just, if there's, if there's nothing there, nah, I don't know. That's my fear. <laughs> it's going bald. I can't be dealing with it. I don't want it. Can't. I mean, there's, there's other things to be afraid of, like spiders or whatever, but like, going bald. It's my fear. I was going to say, like, the whole, the whole, getting trapped in a busy th- place thing it's it's a very reasonable thing to be scared of yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's something that is gonna happen that's the thing yeah you are going to experience it and i'm i'm not scared of it but it is stressful it's yeah. it's so agitating all right let's let's move on with the show for real we'll start with the news we've not got much news to go through because uh not much has been happening but i've picked out some of the more some of it's exciting some of it's not let's start out with not um uh, well we'll see uh, there was a trailer released for the Game of Thrones prequel, and the answer, the question I ask you is: Does anyone in the world give a single shit about a Game of Thrones prequel? No. I mean, I didn't know it had Matt Smith in it. I didn't either. When I saw but him, I was like, I have not watched it. No. <laughs> watched the trailer. I have not watched the trailer either. I've just seen like I've seen clips. Of yeah, it, like when when you go on Twitter and it's like the thumbnail for the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Him, I know. It's the Doctor guy. Yeah. So. I, I saw the news break of the trailers out. I only ended up watching it because I was prepping for this show. I was like, I should probably watch it if I'm going to talk about it. The only thing I can say about the whole thing, it's and it's purely an aesthetic thing, is they've changed the design of the Iron Throne to look more like the books. In in the books, it's described as like ridiculous amounts of swords. So like in the show, it was just a, a regular chair made of swords. This one, the swords continue down the steps of the throne room that's that's the only thing that stood out to me i was like you know production design's been on it let's move up one um to some actual exciting news gta trilogy what is it called definitive edition uh this is three vice city and san andreas confirmed by rockstar it will include updated graphics which i assume just means upscale to 4k 1080p and modern control improvements i'm assuming we're excited I mean, I am like I, I. I mean, did you play any of the? the I mean, obviously, I never played any of the old ones. Really? I understand They're good. All the memes and the references, and is that is that? Let's go bowling. Is that? That's, 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 that's 
one. That's uh, like, I know. You played GTA Four. That was the one. The one in, that was like New York. So like, what they did was they did the, the three originals. So like, they have seen what GTA One and Two look like. The, the top, top down. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they made GTA Three, which was like the three D. That's that's set like in what? It's not New York. It's like Libya yeah. City. But yeah. And then they did Vice City and San Andreas. And then what they did was with GTA Four. In their own words, they've reset it. So they're not all set in the oh. same universe. Okay. So GTA 4 is a remake of Liberty City from 3. GTA 5 is a remake of San Andreas, which is San Andreas, you know, mm-hmm. the state of San Andreas. Like, uh, what's the... Los Santos is the city, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Los Santos is one of the... Th- so in San Andreas, there's three cities, mm-hmm. and Los Santos is one of them. It's the big... But what they've done is for GTA 5, just combined all of them. And then oh, put the desert right. on top. So that's why people think that GTA 6 is going to be Vice City and it's just going to be Miami. And so they're going to have like the city of Vice City and then the Everglades is going to be like, you know, like in Florida, they've got all oh, like yeah. the, the swamps and shit. Um, but so it's it's weird because they never seem to reference the, the older games, which is kind of like they brought them out. Like you could play them on, like I had it on my iPad originally. Like, yeah, not, I not, remember not, the iOS but, versions. Like I, I played Vice City when I was like eight on my PlayStation. Cause my you, can, you can get them on. Um, you can get versions of them on PS4 still. Pretty sure. Yeah, like I think I have like, I mean, not necessarily three or San Andreas. Like I played both of them because I got them for Christmas once. But Vice City, I have like massive nostalgia for that because I used to play it loads when I was yeah. like, okay, understood what was going on. I just knew that you can run people over in cars. You know, never did the missions or anything. The songs on the radio, I was like, Whoa! which is the one. It's like, you take my self, you take my self-control. That one, I just, I have, whatever I hear, I'm like, Whoa! being eight years old and playing with GTA Vice City, running around with a chainsaw, you know, it's sick. I'm probably going to get it, like, eventually. I'll play him. Because, like, yeah, it's good. Vice City's good. I mean, the others are good. I think San Andreas. My... That's the one. Sorry, go on, like, no, I was gonna say the 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 um the meme from San Andreas is the oh shit. Is that where you're spawning on the BMX? So yeah, yeah, that's the, the very BMX. beginning, like yeah. one of the first missions or something. You um you're doing BMX stuff or something, and all oh, your mates run off, steal some bikes, and he goes back. He's like, oh shit, here we go again, and you got to do bike stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, I know the meme. <laughs> and then there's the other one. There's that what's that one from like years ago where he's like uh, two number nines. Number nine, large. That was from San Andreas as well. And number Just a six pick. with extra dip. <laughs> number four, five. And a large soda. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, like, what I'm excited about is is because that's another one. Rockstar love cinematic stuff too much now and it's they've always been they've always wanted to make little movies and stuff, but now the games, in my opinion. Like they're tough to control sometimes because they want to make it super real. These were made when the fun gameplay came first. Yeah, and I'm interested yeah. to see what people's reactions are to like returning to that. And finally, not because it's necessarily the most exciting, but just because it relates to the main topic, they're gonna do an Agatha Harkness show. Bum, 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 bum. Terrible idea. <laughs> I am the biggest Marvel fan. And I will watch every single piece of content, no matter how bad it is. <clears throat> Black Widow. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I just think it's a terrible idea. When are they going to set it? Is it still going to be in what's the the hex? Oh, I forgot the name of the oh, town. Yeah. Is it going to be? Is it going to be before 
Wonder and Vision show up? Is it gonna just is it gonna be about like her refinding herself after Wanda wiped her head? It's just I think there's so many better characters that yeah, could yeah. benefit off a show that haven't had the chance than Agatha Harkness. For example, obviously there's characters that are gonna be in other shows, but like I'd love a show about uh what's she called? The like the shield workers, there's obviously Nick Fury, Colson, and then there's the woman, what's Maria she called? Hill. Yeah, Maria Hill. Like you know, like stuff like, stuff that could be grounded in like almost similar to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Maria Hill is a legit like crazy antagonist in the comics you know she's a really interesting character really interesting yeah and she's just the woman from how many mother in this yeah i think it's sam jackson's mate yeah. it's it's the equivalent of something popular oh this character had a funny bit in it let's give her a show it would be like watching the mandalorian and being like oh everyone everyone loved the guy who goes i want to see the baby Let's give him his, let's give him his own show because he said a funny thing. I mean, I mean, the thing is though, that is how Disney operate because you remember if it turned out Gina Carano wasn't crazy, she would have got a show. True. Yeah, she, yeah, she was going to get a show. Yeah. Get a show. Um, it was like a know where they set it up where they were just like that dude was like, "Hey, come work for us." And he just gives her like a metal yeah, plate with like the the Republic logo on it. And we're like, and then just that's it. They just don't mention it. But when that was out, we didn't know she was getting her own show at that point. So we were like, what the fuck is this? What's happening? And they just don't mention again. And then they were like, oh, you're making a show for her. I'm like, oh, okay. But then they didn't. So now it's just going to be nothing. People who watch it for this, like, like our kids are going to watch Mandalorian. And they're going to be like, whoa, that's going to be something. We're just like, no, it's not. That's it. You're I, never going to find what that's about. I pose a, a hypothetical question to you here about uh, not just Star Wars, but the way Disney are putting out media in general. Do you think our kids, our theoretical, hypothetical kids, would even be interested in watching The Mandalorian based on how much Star Wars content they're going to have when I would they're thought, born. Yeah, I'd be like, right, I'd make them watch yeah. The Mandalorian, I think. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things in it where like, there's, they'll watch the stories, I'll be like, right, you have to watch the prequels because the prequels are good, you have to watch them. And then I'll make them watch Rogue One and then they'll watch the originals and then The Mandalorian. Obviously by this point, We'll have all the stuff that'll fill the gaps as well. I mean, you can watch the the, the Clone Wars if you want. You know, yeah. watch Clone only season seven. Yeah, <laughs> they can watch the other stuff. They can watch Bad Batch. I mean, I haven't watched Bad Batch, but they can watch it if you want. You're not missing out on much. You know, they can watch Solo if they want. I don't know, but like, there's ones that I'm gonna say right. We're watching them, and then I feel like the Mandalorian's one of them. Definitely, now, it is probably. The one up there with yeah. the best Star Wars content the th ever. The thing with it is, though, they're not going to be nearly as excited as all we were when no. Luke showed up. And we were like, oh, shit, it's Luke. They're going to be like, oh, it's that guy from that <laughs> thing we just watched. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be the big yeah. thing. Because, I mean, listen, maybe, maybe. I mean, I'll get when they're young. You know what kids are like? Kids get excited by everything. Yeah. So I'll make sure they watch it young enough so that when they sit like, Oh shit! It's Luke, you know. So, and then by then they can watch season three as well. By 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 our kids, it'll probably be season twelve. Yeah, be like lost. Yeah. <laughs> no, or at the end, the entire thing just he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
that's why Baby Yoda's not in like any of the other stuff. He's in like lucid dream or some shit. <laughs> he wakes up in ice from that planet in the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's that like funny character that like, like the guy he's meant to go in and like uh, capture. He's like, hey, hey man, you've been asleep for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, imagine what a what a what what a way to do what a way to end the show and it just goes off. <laughs> Amazing, I love it. I mean, it means it, it does kind of wrap up like it weirdly. It really weirdly explains like why certain things are happening. Like, why is B- Boba Fett just a competent fighter now? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know well, he's right? on all the time to just because... chill on the desert. You know what I mean? <laughs> because because the fandom decided he was good in the interim yeah. thirty years. He just is good, and we've got to pretend he always has been. Yeah, well, it's me. He's got a thing. We've got a. He's been training in the desert. There we go. He's been making <laughs> desert snowmen, but like, oh, I guess sandmen or something. Oh, there's actual some people. There you go. He's been beating the shit out of some people for five years. Do you reckon that old lady from the sequels found him and was like, who are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boba. Boba who? Boba Skywalker. <laughs> God, might manage that type of Boba Fett. That'd be amazing. Just all Star Wars media going forward just ends with, who are you? That woman. She just pops up everywhere. <laughs> She's like the Watcher, but it's Star Wars just, is very It's the cool. exact same shot of her from The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, that's Completely different locations on the shot reverse shot there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a way. They just commit to it. You know what I mean? Disney just commit to it. It'd be amazing. What a oh way. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> my point was going to be with the Agatha Harkness show is they're doing they're doing essentially what marvel do, do with the comics anything that gets a little bit popular that's it you gotta show you gotta show you gotta show it doesn't really matter what we're doing creatively it doesn't matter which sucks i'm not i don't agree with it it's just like it's con- more content disney plus people will unsubscribe there's not more content gotta go 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 which brings us to what if which is what they're doing right now is got to be more and more marvel content it used to be that we got two movies in a year and we were really lucky now we get nine projects in a year <laughs> Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> and this show is the result. Now, first things first, like we're saying what if review. I didn't make it past the third episode because I thought the show was garbage, right? <laughs> I know what happens in later episodes. I have things to say. You guys have seen more than me. Uh, I've seen I've seen all of it apart from I haven't seen the last episode. I probably will watch it because it's the two parters and I just haven't this one. With all the others, like we've been watching them when, <coughs> on the Wednesday when they've come out. Whereas with this one, it's not been like I don't know. There's some interesting concepts or whatever, but I mean, I, you I know, was gonna, and then I watched the first episode, and I very quickly learned this does not it doesn't really matter. What was the first? Oh yeah, the Peggy Carter one. That was fine. That one, you know what I mean? Like it was that one could have had so much potential though. Like the thing that really annoyed me was that. The whole weird alien Nazi alien thing they yeah. did at the end of the episode. Like they could have done such an interesting thing where they mm. made Steve the Winter Soldier. Mm. And he just didn't. He was just like, no, it's he's been saved by the Nazis or whatever the shit. Like it stands some boring, for a reason you know? as well that because of the way that went down in the first Avenger, the actual movie, the first Avenger, the Red Skull's plan was to ask a tentacle god if he would help Hitler. Yeah. That's Wait, what? That's why he goes and finds the mural at the beginning of the film in that church. 
Wait, that was his actual plan in the film? Yeah. Wait, did we, did we know that, Because he wanted to use the Tesseract to open the portal. Yeah. To a different dimension. And on the... I'm pretty sure, do you know, like, the... the is it a mural? What's it called? The the old yeah yeah drawing. Yeah. Where he pulls the jar. Yeah, yeah. Out, that's that's like oh like okay. Wait, so like do, soldiers and then a monster. Is that what he says in the original? Do, do they say? I don't think this? he says the word. I want to get the monster <laughs> to help him learn. <laughs> wait, yeah. So that was like his plan. Wait, so wait, so wait. Was it? Did they reveal that in the new one? Like did that? Did the, it being? It was that, a bigger part in the episode of What If because it actually happened. So yeah. that's but like did we know that like if. You watch the like the first Avenger. He's like, "This is my plan." I mean, he doesn't. I know he doesn't well, say this. If if, if the he... only thing that changed in that episode is Peggy gets in the thing instead of Steve, then his plan always had to be that. Oh that yeah. Affect the Red Skull's plan. That's a good point. It's it's weird. Fair enough. Like we'll, we'll do. We're not going to do non-spoilers. Then spoilers. It's fine. We'll just talk about the whole show or as as much as we can get through. I I reckon start. We'll start positively first because i don't imagine it's going to stay positive it looks good yeah it's very high it's weird like the answer the animation at times is weird looking but then overall in general it's pretty good i, I quite like faces it. facial animations feel stilted yeah. but action I, looks good yeah i found they struggled with any characters who weren't very easily detectable celebrities yeah for example the Benedict Cumberbatch, he is an incredibly... He looks like, yeah. Like, so precise and unique face that anyone could look at that and go, that's Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Same with Robert Downey Jr., same with uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. But then with referencing the Party Thor episode, which you wouldn't have seen, Sam, uh, the real the faces of Natalie Portman and yeah. the side, what's Natalie, the funny character, the well, comic Captain, Captain, Captain I don't know what they like they're just women like it's just like yeah it's a generic it's like on a, it's like on a video game where you just get woman template it's just yeah they struggled a lot with characters that weren't easily recognizable basically yeah. is what i'm trying to say i thought the thing you want didn't really look like the um the black widow yeah like, i the, don't think she looked like Scott Johansson. the woman who voiced her it was weird. She was good at times. Like you could, the way she pronounced certain words mm-hmm. sounded like. But then the other times where it wasn't quite. I mean, you, you know, it's still it's someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't expect it to be like thing at the same time. But like, she was good enough that there were times it was like, oh, she probably sounds like Scarlett Johansson. Like it's, it, which is really weird. But then I suppose she's never gonna come back, is she? You know what I mean? No. <laughs> she's a bad blood, you know. Well, like apparently, she's working on another project with Disney still. I can't oh, remember right. what it is, but she makes money. She makes money. They're not going to break her up if she, as long as she makes money. Just there making a film at the same time. She's just like, all right, just, just talking to the guy just about the film she's working. And then she's like, right, okay. Oh, by the way, that thing I'm suing you for. Like, how's that going? <laughs> so, I'm right, it out. It's good, good stuff. So like, we're, we're going to try and like get, you know, we're, we're going to try and not give you as much as we can. But she's like, ah, right, cool, cool. I'll get as much money out of you as I can. Don't worry about it. All right, good stuff. That's so weird. It is weird. Well, um, I mean, it makes, I don't know. It's a whole thing, isn't yeah. it? There was, there was, I, like, I don't know how I feel about it now because, like, you make a good point about the animation models. I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt in the third episode when they did some of those callbacks to the Incredible Hulk, which were cool to see because that movie oh, yeah. gets overlooked a lot, you know. I, at the time, gave them the credit for it looked like the, the Bruce Banner model was an attempt to be somewhere between 
Edward yeah. Norton and Mark Ruffalo. And I don't know if I was giving them too much credit there, but that's what I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it just it was just Mark Ruffalo doing the voice. Yeah, it was yeah. Mark Ruffalo's did voice. they did they do? It was all new, wasn't it? It wasn't. They didn't recreate any. I mean, I know they did with the the scene in the uh, the thing, the scene in the that corridor thing. They recreated that but with Mark Ruffalo instead. But like, there wasn't any lines of dialogue or anything that they just did instead. Was there? Like, were they they got him to say it? Like, because there was some of the episodes, wasn't there, where it was like recreations of clips and stuff um but with matt ruff like I don't a lot was. of i found a lot a lot of like the references to our mcu universe were just dubbed over by the watcher going like in your universe oh yeah, yeah. the avengers saved the day but in this one they died yeah so i feel that a lot of it was new material oh yeah probably yeah I mean that's the that's that's the biggest part of it as well the the watcher um <clears throat> you've seen more of it than me I I you know he he was just a narrator to me which is fine enough uh the prospect of the watcher showing up in more MCU things is that good or is that bad from your perspective I mean for me the character itself I'm kind of a bit I'm right if he wants the only reason I'd want him to is because thingy is it Jeffrey Wright who voices him he's a really good actor so yeah. I would definitely He's the only him being the guy who voices him, and I assume in live action would do the voice because I imagine it'd be he would be CGI, but he would do like the mocap and stuff for it. Well, they've already they've already got like the model for the watches, don't they? Oh, because he's in Guardians, yeah. Well, yeah, like he, he the fact that he's the Watcher is the only reason I'd want yeah. them to be in it because he's a really good. He's playing fucking Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a good actor, so like him. Like the fact that he's the Watcher is the only reason I'd actually want the Watcher to be in it again because I want him to be in it. Like I kind of wish that he'd be given him a more prominent. I mean, I suppose if they want to go going forward, the Watcher might be a big character. I don't know, but like I wouldn't mind him being like a hit, like someone big. You know what I mean? Because he's a good. I feel that the fi- the final. Are we spoilers in or are we just talking? Just spoiler, yeah, just spoiler the whole thing. The final two episodes, definitely make the Watcher more of a character than this godly being that what that oversees the un- the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. He kind because he like he fights he fights Ultron. He recruits people and like talks to them in a pub about the mission they're about to go on. It kind of loses that I feel that in the final two episodes, as good as they are, and I do think they are two of the best episodes in the in the series, they kind of take away almost the mystical element of the watcher being this godly figure who looks from the stars at everything going on and kind of make him more of like oh he's so cool look at him fight people which i feel that is as i said as good as the episodes are i feel that it's a wasted character because of that it's really weird isn't it because i don't really get how it all works like in loki it kind of suggests that that like kang but he's not Kang, is he? he's not Kang in this one, is he? He's, no, he's, he's what he is he? He remains. He who, yeah, yeah, him that one. I mean, he is Kang, but yeah. the other yeah. versions problems of it are Kang. Is he? Because he kind of suggests that he's the one that controls all of it. He's like God or whatever. But then in what if? I mean, I suppose Kat, the he who remains. I suppose he's the one who controls it. Well, he doesn't anymore, but he did, I guess. He's the one who controlled us. I suppose the Watcher's kind of someone else, but then. There was three of them in Guardians. Yeah. I know, obviously, that was just a, when they did the one in Guardians 2. 
that was just a reference. They were yeah, like, oh, get people are gonna... in there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was just a thing. They weren't well, actually. I, don't... I think they were. They were kind of playing off that fan theory as well that Stanley was playing a yeah. watcher. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I know at that point they probably didn't. They probably didn't have what if in mind. They were like, mm, you know, they probably. But then it's weird that there's three of them. Yeah. They got it like that's something they still like. Even if it's like, oh well, at the time they weren't thinking about. That's still something you got to take into account. Sure, you know it's multiple multiverse. Looking the what, there's three watchers. Yeah. Like how many? I don't even know how many that are there in the comics. Is it just the- I, in, I mean, in in the comics, as far as I remember, there's a watcher for each universe. Oh, like Uatu oh just watches six one six. That's it. Oh, well, that'd be kind of cool. It's if they think you know, like if they. Uh, I mean, now that they're opening the multiverse kind of thing within the Marvel. Then that'd be pretty cool thief. I mean, I don't know. He's yeah. he's a cool character. I, I like I know what you mean about it being thingy, like it being he was the mystic, you know, he's watching yeah. I'm gonna watch them all, you know. Can't interfere with it. It's like Pokemon. Yeah. Watch them all. <laughs> and he's just in the background, every time you see him, you're like that you like lean out of the cap he's like Yeah. There he is he's right there. <laughs> Like Yeah, he definitely loses that. I would I would I would recommend the last two episodes to watch yeah. if you were gonna watch any of it. Because they are the most, like, throughout the series, I don't know if you found it, but a lot of the episodes ended Just, on really cool stuff yeah, that then, was going to happen. Like, the Zombies episode ended with zombie Thanos coming out with every stone except Vision. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. and then it's just credits. Yeah. And then there's a lot of other, I can't think of any other examples, but a lot of the episodes genuinely ended on... A big moment, and yeah, you're like, and then, oh, is this going to go on? And it just stops. And it stops. It goes off, and it's got the, yeah. the concept out. Yeah. And then, whereas yeah. the final two episodes actually link, like a part one and a part two, which makes yeah. it so much more rewarding as a viewer to know that when you finish that first, that second to last episode, the next one will explain the rest. Yeah. Which is, I feel that it missed a lot, and obviously, it had a missing episode as well with the. Sakari and Iron Man, which they put, which was, is that was that meant to be a separate episode? Yeah, that was yeah. meant basically they cancelled it because of COVID. COVID restrictions and people, which I don't understand because you can do voice lines at home and send them in. Wait, so what does it end up being? I remember seeing the clip. Nothing. It's just it should have been ten episodes and it was nine. Oh, that, Wait, apparently oh. that one's going to be in season two. Oh, I was going to say because there's a Lego set of it. I mean, we're like. Well, that's why, oh, you haven't seen it yet. The last episode, the Watcher goes around recruiting people, and it's Sakari and Iron Man with Gamora, who's just killed Thanos. And the Watcher ah. recruits Gamora, and he's like, not you, Tony, you're a bad boy. <laughs> so, but it's, like, it's, really, it's really annoying because it looks so cool. Like, yeah, so and it, like, it should have been one of them. Yeah, it should have been I didn't one know that, actually. Matt? I mean, what was I saying? Oh. The thing we were saying about the only thing with the last two—I mean, I obviously haven't seen the last one. I will watch the last one because I will admit the last, the second, to last episode, the part one of that thing is really cool. Mm. Remember, ages ago, we were saying about how um, James Spade has wasted, yeah, um, Ultron in Age of Ultron. He is—he oh, he's so good as Ultron, but he's wasted in that film. Mm. It's so annoying because there, these two last episodes, he. The character of Ultron is so good. It's like yeah. actually what it should have been. But it's not even fucking James Spader. He just, oh, I know what I mean. I know there's probably conflicts and stuff. And then there was a reason he wasn't in it. But it's actually good. 
And it's not even him. It's just some dude. I mean, again, it's some dude. It's some dude. You know, it's his job, you know. He's, a, he's an actor, so he, he does a good impression. You know, I'm not going to think of the guy just because he's not James Spader, but like... Uh, I think similar to it's... the uh, Bruce Banner thing, though, they tried to get someone who was James Spader and Paul Bettany because it technically is Vision. Yeah. It's Vision's body. Oh, and yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I'm... but Paul Bettany was Jarvis, though, before, so it would have just been... True. So it would have just been... I, th- I think... I kind of hope... What happens to him at the end? You'll have to find out. No. <laughs> Is there any chance that he could come back from it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I just want James Spader as Ultron. I want more Ultron just because it's James Spader. He's such a good, he's such a good, like, menacing. He's like a menacing, but, like, not menacing in, like, a, I don't know. It's just, he's so good. And then he's wasted it in the film. I do kind of get the impression that using Ultron as the big last villain is almost like a way to test waters of how would people feel about a Ultron kind of return I think I think like one of the things you were saying earlier about um how does the whole multiverse thing work and all these questions and stuff it relates to like my big problem with the show well two they're sort of connected right the the problem with this show consistently is the writing that's what turned me off it it was pretty terrible um the the first thing I wanted to say was that one, e- I would love to know what actually what the oversight is like at Marvel Studios because supposedly Kevin Feige is very involved in like edits and things like this. I don't believe for a second that the writers' room of What If and the writers' room of Loki have ever met. No, no. Or spoke to each other once. <laughs> I don't think they were remotely told what the rules are. I think it was just like here's, here's go, you do your concept, which should be fine enough, right? But like you you guys were saying, you 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 get to the end of the thing and it sets up an interesting, an actual story, an actual story instead of just like a twist on like events, an actual new interesting thing, and then just stops, which is the exact problem the what if comics have. Because they'll do like an event, event comics usually like six, seven or eight, eight issues. And then they'll do all those eight issues with the story condensed into one issue. And they'll do like a cliffhanger thing at the end. And with it's shit, it's kind of shitty. It's lazy writing. But with comics, it's kind of like, oh, well, I just bought this one issue and at least it's it's fine. It's over now. With TV, right? I I, I know, I, I'm guessing you guys are already slightly sick of me bringing it up because it's my current hyperfixation. Right now, I'm watching Star Trek. It's fucking awesome, right? You know what I love right now about watching Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation? Every episode is just almost, every single one is a singular contained story. It starts and ends by the end. You've had a full experience. It doesn't matter how much Star Trek you've watched before. Sometimes there's two parts. Occasionally there's two parts, but almost every time you're going to have a beginning and an end by the end of the episode. And it's so amazing. And I am kind of sick and bored of Marvel's attitude of like, it's always about what's around the corner next. And at the very least, with the movies, whether whether you like the stories or hate the stories, there's a story. Yeah. By the yeah, end yeah. of by the end of the movie. I can't say this with what if. And I and I ducked on one of the better episodes. Like episode three I thought was alright. It's just I I didn't have the energy to watch the rest of it. I tried, I couldn't be bothered. It's like I suppose it's like if I was a betting man. I would put every single pound I've got in my bank account on the, this Hawkeye series coming up. The last minute of the last episode will be a cliffhanger for Hawkeye season two. Yeah, yeah. I could put I could put my 
everything I own like on it. Florence Pugh's going to show up or something, yeah. yeah. It's, and as much... I completely agree with what you're saying. It's like the whole Doctor Who Monster of the Week thing. That whole era of... Era, era, whatever. Yeah. Over, you know, this is... His character, bad guy. Like Power Rangers. Just like Power Rangers. Yeah. The formula of... Whoa, we're doing cool American teen stuff. Oh no, a bad guy. Fight them. They get big. We get big. We beat them. Get, end of story. It it does miss that, and I feel that it is very emphasised in the what in the what ifs every single episode that it's like, here's a cool thing. End. Here's a cool thing. End. It's like it was generally disappointing. Like I've, yeah. when I was watching some episodes with my my fat mate. At the end of it, we're like, like we'd, we'd, we'd like shout like piss off and stuff because it's like it's annoying. It's getting yeah. very annoying. Yeah, the only one I'd say that doesn't end that way is the Doctor Strange one. Yeah, that has kind well, of. Well, then that one, it just the whole thing with that one. Instead of it ending, like it's not an enclosed. It just ends because it's like meant. It goes for a, oh sometimes. You know, like, oh, the real world. Like, in, when films end with someone dying, and then it goes off, and it's like, oh, yeah. sometimes the world sucks. It goes for that kind of ending. Yeah. Like, he just gets, he does all this stuff, and he spends the whole thing, you know, the Watcher keeps going, if he carries on doing this, the universe is going to implode. And then it ha- the universe implodes, and then it ends. And it's like, well, we told him, we told him it was going to happen. <laughs> and now he's just trapped in a ball, and then it goes off. I mean, we know obviously then that he comes and gets recruited later yeah. on, and that you said before, I didn't know that he's going to be the bad guy. Something. Yeah, Marvel. he's he's bad, like evil Doctor Strange has been. I don't know if you know this, Sam. He's being confirmed to show up in live action. Where people are assuming multiverse of madness, oh. in some but then I don't know whether it'll be the one from What If. I'm assuming so. It must be. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't just create another one, would they? When but, they've already got one. But this isn't. I'm not. I am not. Marvel's 100% leak source. <laughs> I mean, I could. I could. I could <laughs> uh, but I, I have seen a lot. I've actually seen a lot of people talk about it in YouTubers I watch say that it has been confirmed that Evil Doctor Strange out of everyone I mean, in What If will return. It would make sense. I really hope it's not... It, like, I, I'm not against the idea of an Evil Doctor Strange fucking about. I really hope it's not in Multiverse of Madness because I'm so bored to death of the Marvel villain is the Marvel hero recolored. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, yeah. I mean, it's... I, I wouldn't mind... if Because there's, right, there's some people in What If that I wouldn't mind seeing in live action. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Hayley Atwell. 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 I wouldn't mind seeing her as, you know, Captain Carter. Like, I wouldn't mind that. Pretty cool. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind seeing, who are the others? Uh, Michael B. Jordan come back, but as Black Panther instead. That's yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing that. T'Challa Star-Lord would have been amazing. That would have been cool, yeah. In real live action, obviously. Got in. Wouldn't be able to get that. But that would have been cool, you know. I mean, some I'm not that bothered. I'm not that bothered about Gamora and Thanos. Nah, take it or leave it. Just Gamora in a in you know gold armor, great. But you know, I won't mind if some of these do pop up in Multiverse yeah. Madness. Like it's then I don't really know what that film is gonna be though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this this show. The problem with this show, it's not a problem, but in like Loki, they make it seem like the multiverse branching off is a bad thing. Like yeah. this is gonna cause all kinds of shit yeah. to go on. Whereas what if 
they make it almost seem like, oh, look at all these crazy fun worlds that have been created. Isn't this a fun time? This isn't a bad thing. We've now got the Guardians of the Multiverse. So I always assumed that the way they were going to do it was going to be, we're going to have, you know, Loki sets it up. Spider-Man, you're going to see the... Implications. Yeah, what's going to, you know, all these stuff's going on. But from the trailer, it kind of doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. I feel that Spider-Man will try to very loosely have an exposition scene going, I, I, I don't know how I ended up here. I went through a portal and now your universe is in my universe and mine is in yours. And I feel that they'll do... They'll try and explain it, which is, you know, they, didn't, they don't have to explain it, but they will explain it because obviously the, the yeah. common common cinema fan who isn't like a Marvel fan obviously won't know what's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. I messaged my mum saying she likes to think she's a Marvel fan. I messaged her saying, oh, have you seen the new Spider-Man trailer? She was like, yeah, it looks good. I was like, do you get it? And she was like, what? I was like, do you get it, though? Do you get the end bit? And she was like, no, why? And it's just for viewers like that, they'll yeah. have to explain it. Which is, in a way, good and bad, but it's just the way they go about it. Like, will yeah. they, will they childlike do what? Uh, what's it called? Uh, no, uh, Far from Home, bad guy. Mysterio did where he's oh, like, yeah. "I'm from a different universe," and Peter Parker's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Are they just gonna do that again? I mean, this time it's actually again? true. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like, well, ha- I think the thing is they're gonna have to stay. I don't. It's it's. It's a weird one, and I think they're going to have to be like, hey, I'm, I mean, they're not going to be like, hey, I'm Tobey Maguire Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi films. <laughs> like, Hello, I'm Andrew Garfield. Who's your director? <laughs> Who's yours? And then it's going to, but like, because I, I don't realize, I didn't realize Sam Raimi's directing. Multiverse of Madness. Imagine if Tobey Maguire's in that one as well. There's just all of it just carries on. Like Tobey Maguire just becomes a permanent installment in this to- MCU. It's Tobey Maguire as Tobey Maguire. Though, yeah, yeah. In a car. It's like Wanda just drops like it, like a character just like drops in front of a car. Get out of the fucking way! There are cars there. Oh, there. I can't see. It's just it's just normal Tobey Maguire. That'd be amazing. And then oh, it'd be Tobey Maguire meets Tobey Maguire Spider Man. They're just both in the car. It'd be like that. It'd be like that last scene <laughs> in Spider Man Two. Where they're like in the thingy, they're in the the lift together. It's a Tom McGuire and Tom Like, oh man, that'd be sick. But no, my whole thing was like, yeah, like I think they're gonna have a scene. They're gonna have a scene where they explain. You know what I mean? And I reckon if that leak with with Andrew Garfield, you know, he's crouching down. Yeah. You know, he's on some kind of you know scaffolding, scaffolding or yeah. some shit. Yeah. I think it's gonna be that scene. You know what I mean? They're yeah. gonna be like, hey, well, Peter Parker. And we're all from different universes. You're in your 40s, and I'm in my late 20s, but you're like 16, so what the fuck? I'm going to make a call here about the explanation in Spider-Man No Way Home. It's going to be contradictory to both Loki and What If. I will agree with you there. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? Have you have you ever have you seen the, um, the breakdowns of the trailer? Yeah. 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 So people think that bit, well, the reason it gets all messed up isn't even... We all thought that it was going to be what happens in Loki and then Spider-Man's just going to be experiencing the yeah. result of it. But it's but the spell. What, yeah, it yeah. looks like, yeah, what he's doing, he's searching for the thingies, isn't he? And then him walking into the spell messes them all up and they all like clump together. So I reckon, that in a way, that kind of makes it seem like the way it works is it doesn't 
things don't overlap. There's just multiverses and stuff. How we always just assumed it was anyway, you know, it's all these different universes. And then the stated in Loki that, no, it's the straight line. Now there's all the different ones. So does that mean that... It's getting very confusing because are we meant to believe the Watcher watches over the multiverses? He who remains watches over the timelines in these multiverses. Yeah. Then am I meant to believe Doctor Strange affects these timelines <laughs> in these multiverses watched by the Watcher? Like it's, I feel that it's going to get very confusing unless they bring out something to explain See, it. See, you know, right, you know what we need? See, right, in the 80s, DC were having this problem where there was too many different characters. <laughs> it was like five different Supermans or some shit. And they were like, right, this is getting ridiculous. And that's where, I don't know if you've heard, I mean, Sammy probably have, I don't know if you've heard of, there's a comic in the ASOS DC one called Crisis on Infinite Earths. I've heard of They that, did, yeah. the CW did a very kind of dumbed down, let's get some all the different... It's the Flash and Arrow. And yeah, and they mixed girl. them all yeah. up and they, they brought back the guy from Superman Returns to be Spider, to be Superman again. And But in the 80s, they did that comic line where it just they were like, right, this is getting ridiculous, there's too many. They did that event and then it reset everything. It was very, it went back to just being, right, this, the, you know, read this one for Superman, read this one for Batman. It's a thing. Yeah. I feel like if Marvel continued to do all these different multiverse stuff, they fall in the trap of doing that. But and then they're the going to end up doing, yeah. That's the appeal. As long though. as they make it make sense, I think. Yeah. And then they'll just do the reverse of Loki, where it starts. I mean, it doesn't have to be Loki, but the show. The story of whatever it ends up being, maybe it's Avengers, I don't know. It ends up being the reverse of what happens in Loki, where it's all mess, and then they make it one again. Yeah. Maybe that's the Kang one or some shit, I don't know. You know, where they fight actual Kang the Conqueror or some Quantumania. The, right, the, the, here's, here's the thing, right? I, I'm going to try and, I have like two separate thoughts here, I'm going to try and combine them. Question number one, right, is, do you think Marvel Marvel Studios, do you think they actually expect you to watch all these shows and movies anymore? Yeah. I think I, so, they want you to. They definitely want you to because that's money, that's subscriptions. But Marvel Comics, they really don't expect you to read every single thing. Yeah. And I'm starting to get the same thing here from these. Like, I, I think we're going to get contradictory multiverse things from What If, Loki, Spider-Man, Ant-Man probably going to go into it, and Doctor Strange. And I don't think it's ever going to get wrapped up, because I don't think they actually really give a shit if you watch all of them. Like, it's the... I think the main stuff that matters... Like, it's like how you don't need to watch Doctor Strange to know what's going... You know, what... You know, you don't need to know what's going on in Doctor Strange to watch, like, Infinity War, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Basically tells you everything you need to know in Infinity War about Doctor Strange. He's a wizard... Yeah. You know, Zach says it himself. He's a fucking wizard. He can open polls. That's all you need to know. And he's a magic man. I feel like that's what it's going to be like in with this. Like, they're going to... All these shows... The only one... It's, I feel like it's going to be weird where they're going to be like... They're going to rely... The big stuff that changes it is going to be the stuff that they know people are going to want to watch. Like Loki. Everyone wanted to watch Loki because everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. You know what I mean? So they made the whole... But even that, even then, saying that, it looks like you don't need to watch Loki to watch the new Spider-Man. Right. Because then it's all the thing again. Loki just explains it, I guess. And then 
even what if what if doesn't be like the only reason this show exists is because of what happened in Loki. You know what I mean? It's they're, not. They're trying to tie them together after the fact. Like on social media, yeah. they were promoting it with the TVA screens. And yeah. the yeah. question would like a sort of occur on that. But in the show, yeah. it, it's not. It doesn't do that, yeah. It's kind of thing, isn't it? Like, you don't need to, oh, you don't need to do. Right? Back when Stan Lee was doing the comics, he used to, <laughs> when there was a reference to something from another comic, he used to just do a little balloon at the bottom. And he was like, to get this reference, we did an issue, did it, did it, and then it would just be like Stan with a little yeah. like. You, get a, you should get a pop up on your Disney Plus. Yeah, just imagine like Loki's like in like I don't know, fucking one division, whatever, like multiverse of madness is like who the hell's kind of conquering a little Stan Lee. I mean, obviously, but like CGI Stan Lee pops up. He's like, hey, true believers, watch. <laughs> da, 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 da. So no, don't they do that in something though? Isn't that a thing? It's like Mr. DNA, but the Marvel version of yeah, Mr. Yeah. DNA from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's the fucking the paperclip from <laughs> Word or some shit. Don't they do something, though, where they pause the screen or something, and he pops up saying, like, go watch this to know what he's talking about. No, I don't know. I'm sure I think I watched something ages ago where he, they actually do that, and he pops up and says, go watch this to know what's going on or some shit. I can't remember. It sounds familiar, but, it, but I, can't, I can't recall. Pauses or something. No, I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. Imagine if they did shit like that; would <laughs> be amazing. So, onto onto what I was gonna, the point I was getting to, right? The writing really frustrated me in the show. I thought it was lazy. I thought it played off of like all the references way too much. Like it was yeah. nothing was is an individual story. It was all references. It it my anger peaked at episode two. I really wanted to like episode two. I really loved Chadwick Boseman. I was really happy that he was gonna that he was playing the character again. I fucking couldn't stand that episode, right? Um, why was Yondu just like a good dad? Like Yondu just is his character from the very end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, Thanos, the mad titan, just needed a little chat about why his plan was bad. <laughs> and he gave up the whole thing and became a good guy. Nebula, because she's no longer abused, likes dressing up with wigs and dresses now, I guess. <laughs> It's, it was just like, these characters are established in other things and people love them. And so now we can write them as whatever. It, we don't have to, we don't have to fucking, do, people will accept it, right? But here's my problem with that. Here's my problem with that. Because it's so steeped in references, theoretically, you're only targeting like people who really love this, this thing, the MCU. But then you get people like me who have consumed it all and thought about it all and it's bouncing off for that exact reason because it doesn't fucking gel so my question is who is this show for who is this show for because i've watched every single mcu fucking entry all right i I didn't all right i didn't watch agents of shield maybe i'm a fake fan right um i've watched every movie in the cinema usually on night one i'm sat i don't know if the camera will reach no whatever i'm sat next to a tower which has about 600 single-issue Marvel comics in it. I hate this show. Who is it for? It's not for me. I can accept it's, that, but who's it for? Money. It's for money. <laughs> it's literally, unfortunately, as bad as it is, whack a Marvel logo on anything ever these days, and it will make money. Yeah. yeah. A perfect example in my opinion, Shang-Chi is a good Marvel film. It is, a, I'd say, a decent Marvel film. Yeah. yeah. And 
I don't know if I've seen this somewhere or I'm just making it up, or but I would assume that Marvel would have thought Shang Chi. Nobody knows the character. Obviously, first Asian-led lead in a Marvel film with a whole Asian cast. No one knows the story. No one knows who he is. It's done incredibly well. Mm-hmm. The numbers are insane. It was, I think it's probably going to be overtaken by No Time to Die, but it's currently highest grossing film yeah. of the year. But it's just like, I think Marvel, have, as bad as it is, anything that has Marvel on it will do well. No matter yeah. if it's a cartoon on Disney+, Plus. Like, no matter if it's a film about a character no one knows or really cares about. Yeah. It's just that, like, like people will watch it at the end of the day because it's Marvel. That's yeah. the only reason. Like, I couldn't care less about The Eternals, but I'm still going to watch it in the cinema. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The thing is, we were saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, slap a Marvel film and people are going to watch it. As if it's a bad thing. We all are the yeah, people are. that are going to watch it. We are the people that do that. Like, we, and, I mean, it, it is bad, I get it. It is bad, you know. They're, they're literally, they're just like, oh, we could do this. It's got Marvel, people are going to watch it, like, it's bad that they assume that, but at the same time, like, it just, it feels, you know, knowing, knowing all of it, you know what I mean, being involved and kind of watching all of them and knowing what's going on, it's still a thing, isn't it? You know, it's just part of being, yeah. you know, it's part of being, it's it kind of, I don't know, yeah, it, it, it it's hard to describe. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say a perfect example of myself is I'm only going to see Venom 2 to see the post credit scene, which yeah. is related to Marvel. Yeah. That is literally yeah, yeah. the only reason I'm going to see that film. Yeah. And that just shows how much like other people will do the same. They're going to people... do the same thing with Morbius as well. You count my fucking words. Why? I don't well, it's want like Jared Leto to be in it. In the first trailer, they had... In the first trailer for Mor- Morbius? Mobius? Morbius. Morbius. Mobius is Owen Wilson. They have, like, traitor, don't they, spray-painted over a picture of Spider-Man on a wall. It's a screenshot from Spider-Man PS4. Yeah. And it's just like, what? And then people... But then people were saying it's... uh, Like, this was before, obviously, like, Multiverse of Madness was announced. And people were like, but how is it Spider-Man PS4? How is it Tom Holland? Like... Anything, I feel that Sony now, if they are deciding, oh, Marvel will make the money, which yeah. obviously it does, all their properties are now going to be shifted over, which will not only give Sony more money to go, oh, Venom 3 is going to be epic, yeah. but it'll also get people going, oh, do you know Venom's to do with Marvel now? Do you know Venom's got Spider-Man? It's just an endless cycle of capitalism and money <laughs> and, and, and disney basically going you like this here's more give us your money you like this how about this and this you like pizza you like cake have you ever tried pizza cake you're gonna eat it anyway because we made it it's like you could literally put anything together and it makes money See, which... i mean it's the thing is the thing with venom as well i don't know if you remember at the end of venom the after credit scene of the first Venom is a clip from Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Like that, so that's it. So it's weird. I mean, saying that, though, you know what? Actually, I wouldn't mind if some of the Into the Spider-Verse people came into it. Oh, I would I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't mind it if Jake Johnson plays live-action Peter B. Parker, you know? Yeah. He's a, he could play... Yeah. Like, 
he's a perfect age. He's like he's he looks like him, and he has, you know, he's not. He's like in shape. You know what I mean? He's in shape to enough to be like a forty-year-old yeah, Spider. Yeah. And like saying that though, then isn't doesn't think you voice um, Spider in twenty ninety-nine? Isn't it Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's playing Moon Knight, any so that's an issue. <laughs> Ah, who gives a shit? Variants, innit? Yeah. Everything's explained with variants. I'll Marvel's- say this, right? I don't give a shit what happens in Spider-Man No Way Home, right? I don't give a single fuck. If that Japanese Spider-Man shows up with his fucking Megazord, that is my movie of the year. Holy shit. You can see the rope attached to his back as he's like... Yeah. They're all proper CGI, but then he's just got the role. He's really on a building, and he's really fucking terrified to move a bit. And we all just get to the top, and the rope just vanishes. And then we all just like, yo, what the fuck happened to that rope? And he just says something like in Japanese, and all right, good stuff. When we, you know when we watched it. When we watched it, Joe, that clip of him on the side of the building, and he looks like right into camera. <laughs> He's fucking terrified. Oh man! You know, like, can you imagine, right? If genuinely they do, like a Spider-Man, like Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man Four, is it's just into the Spider-Verse, but it's every single non-comic Spider-Man Adam. Like, it's the one who does the backflip at the kid's party and yeah, yeah. falls into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, they do everyone. They do Spider-Man PS4. They do the bloody Spider-Man from the 90s show. They do all the Spider-Man that were in the 90s show version of Into the Spider-Verse. They do, which includes the one from our universe. Yep. So they do fucking, oh, it'd be so good. And they do, like, imagine that. Just all of them lined up. It'd be fucking sick. And they do like a a thingy, they do like a shot of all of them and you're just like looking through like, oh shit, there's fucking Spider-Man from, I don't know, fucking Disney XD, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Some terrible PS1 Spider-Man game, the original Spider-Man. but it looks like him as... How dare you? Well, he's terrible. (laughs) It's a very very iconic game. They designed it to look like it's like low poly or something. Police Spider-Man. Be amazing. Oh yeah, that'd be so sick. Oh man, imagine though if like they do actually if Tom McGuire is actually in the new one. He is. He is. They can't have Andrew Garfield. Isn't that thingy? Isn't there that that shot of him in the park when he's just sat there and he's like, "Hey, it's Spider-Man." Doesn't he? Did he tell that person in the park that he is in it or something? That was the joke. Andrew Garfield's denying it, and Tom McGuire's just like, "Yeah, I'm in it." Yeah, (laughs) or something like that. What didn't didn't? I'm sure it's. It's the teacher from, obviously, current Spider-Man. It's the, the bald guy who's like, witches, it's witches. Oh, Didn't he in an interview say, like, the interviewer was like, oh, who are you most excited to see him back on the screen? And he was like, I think Toby. He's like, I, I like Toby. <laughs> so, like, just full-on says it. But he's, like, he's one of those people that doesn't care. So, like, whereas, like, you've got you Mark Ruffalo's who were like, oh, shouldn't have said that. Ooh. Like, when he, when he literally said everyone dies for yeah. Infinity War and no one paid attention. But it's just like that. But I think there's so much... I've said to Joe, I don't know if I've said to you, Sam, but, like, and it's a bit off topic, but, like, I've not been as excited for a Spider-Man film ever as I am for Into... Uh, not Into... Uh, no Way Home. 
but that is only for the fact that it has yes, Toby Maguire same. and Andrew Garfield. I could not give a monkeys about Tom Holland. I think he's a great guy, a great actor. He's a good Spider-Man, but I don't care about his films. No, I just want Tom Maguire. Yeah, I just want, I want to see them like, back. I just, there's I want... an interesting thing about... The thing is, I, I really like the Tom Holland stuff, but there's a really interesting thing that I think is missing from his movies that that other Spider-Mans have, like, that, that quintessential Spider-Man stories have. And that is actually an element of tragedy. The whole, the old Parker look, you know what I mean? Like he, the 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 formula is. Um, let's use an example. Spoilers for Spider-Man on the PS4, right? Uh, the end of the game involves a fucking weird virus that gets injected into people, and Aunt May is gonna die of it. And the big fight with Doc Ock blows up like almost every single version of the cure. There's one left. You can either take the time to analyze that and save tons of people. Or you can save Aunt May now. And he knows he's got to let Aunt May die. To be the hero, to save the city, he's got to let Aunt May die. That's the Parker look. That's the Peter Parker tragedy. That's, that, frankly, that's Spider-Man. He's always got to lose something to, to be the hero. Tom Holland doesn't have that <laughs> because he's best mates with Tony Stark. And he just yeah. always has things gifted to him. In the, in the first, in Homecoming... He steals a car to get to the villain. Oh, yeah. He steals a car. He's Spider-Man and he just straight up steals a car yeah. and drives to the villain's house, and like villain's lair. Yeah. It's just things like that where I'm like, it's they've obviously cottoned on to Iron Man, modern stuff, drones. Kids love yeah, them these yeah. days. We've done it at our work. Drones are everything these days. Yeah. And I feel that they've gone, this is popular, we need this. This is popular, we need this. Yeah. Where it is missing that, as you said, that tragedy. And I think they tried to with the whole rubble pushing uh, yeah, half yeah. and half. We saw that jazz. But yeah, it's missing. The the thing, Death. the thing, yeah, <laughs> the thing, right? The thing with the Tom Holland films that really pisses me off. And they did the same thing with Andrew Garfield. The thing with Andrew Garfield is it, it it's it's not it's not a bad thing because it, it actually f- fixes it, I guess. Is but the Sam Raimi films, he had. You got your Spider-Man suit in Spider-Man 1. And he just had that suit until the end. You know what I mean? Like, Spider-Man, he's got a a look. Whereas all the different... Every time Tom Holland shows up in Spider-Man, he's got another different fucking... You know, he's got... I was going to say this. He's got his thingy one. The only only one, really, I would say, that doesn't is in in, uh, Homecoming, he has the one that he gets in Civil War, I guess. But then in Spider-Man, in... Far from home, he's got a different one. In No Way Home, he's got another one again. He's got two different ones. He's in got, no way yeah, home, exactly. Like, and then with the Andrew Garfield one, it's the same. In both movies, he's got a different suit. Granted, okay, yes, they went back in Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two. They went back to the Amazing Spider Man look with the massive eyes. With Sam Raimi, you know what? He's just like, you know what? That's what Spider Man looks like. That's it's because he knew that- like. This guy is literally can't barely afford his rent, let yeah. alone improving his what? suit, and doesn't have anyone there to finance him. Obviously, yeah. like have you ever thing you know? Have you ever seen the um, the interview with Tom McGuire talking about the organic, the, what, what they why they decided to give him organic web because they did actually consider giving him the web shooters. And Tom, no, Tom McGuire basically said in an interview that him and um, Sam Raimi discussed it, and they both agreed that this guy. That told, told uh, Peter Parker, it makes no sense for him to have the technology and the smarts yeah. to design a web shooter in his like bedroom. And if he did, why is he 
superhero when he could just be selling that technology and be like, and then the, so that's the, why the suit of designs is already pushing the logic too far. Arguably. Yeah, exactly. That's um, the weird thing. There's that, and then yeah, the suit's got some fucking web mesh on it or some <laughs> shit that takes about two hours to get on the actor, and then you know what I mean. But then yes, but and then you get the whole. They kind of try to explain it in Amazing Spider-Man, don't they, with those canister things? Oh. And then he just in. Well, and Tom Holland just makes it at school. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, hey, these web shoot, these web shoots are cool. And he's like, how'd you do? He's like, no, I made him, made him in a bathroom. You know what I mean? Literally. It's just like you know, sometimes you don't need explanation. But I'm waiting for that conversation in uh, No Way Home. That one that everyone thinks that the clip is from. You know, the the, the leak that's supposedly meant to actually be real. Well, lip lip readers have tried to break it down, and I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure. Andrew Garfield says something like, so there's no way back. Is that what they say? I'm I've pretty, seen one where I'm people I'm pretty sure you could he's... research it. I mean, I would look, but I'm I pretty think... sure like professional lip readers have... There's a bunch of ones. The one that everyone said when it came out was people think he's saying... What do they think he says? It's something it's, like... Um, so do you have, like, web blood? Yeah. So the whole thing, people think he's saying that to Tobey Maguire, who's on one side, and then does, like, a little side-eye to someone who Probably they Tom think... Holland. And yeah, yeah, like them to be like a what the fuck, you know. That's what people reckon it is. And even if that's not what he says in that clip, that's definitely a conversation that they're going to have at some point. Yeah, it is. A, it is weird. They're like, what the fuck it just comes out of you. You just make web. It's weird, a bit weird, isn't it? Um, I think. I think the thing here, right, is. Do you know what I think? This in pop culture in general a lot is. I un- I'm fully understanding that all of my favorite franchises were made, greenlit, shot, produced, and, 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 and broadcast for cynical reasons. I'm well aware of that. It was about marketable ad slots. It was about merchandise. It's all about money. I'm very well aware that this is all product. But it feels like in the past, some of the reasons that we've been able to gravitate to it so far so much is that the people working on it are creative are actually genuinely invested in trying to produce a quality piece of media they, if, if it's going to be product like, uh, here's a good example here's a good example the first lego movie was so aware that it was an advert that they yeah. dove a hundred percent into it and turned it into an actually pretty good film you know yeah it's a funny well-made movie uh because they're aware of what it is and same nowadays with, it's the same with the lego batman movie too that the guys did, they were like, like this is just an advert for Lego Batman. Let's just throw as much shit into it as we can. Let's just make... It's like, oh, they've got a bunch of villains. Let's just see how crazy we can go. Yeah. Let's, let's literally make more product than Lego can produce. Yeah. Everything. Everything is in this movie. And I think the thing now is, like you say, because Marvel Studios, that logo, sells, it feels like the people in charge of writing and whatever are taking a back seat, taking a chill. It's like, it's it's... It is just like, well, it's just a product. It's fine. It's just a job. Just get it out. Just bash it out. Thanos has a fight with the guy, and then he gets lasered in half. All the Infinity Stones, they're just lasers now. They're just cool lasers for the laser fight. That'll sell. Marvel Studios, that'll sell. And maybe it's maybe I'm the problem. Yeah, maybe I'm the problem. I'm reminded there's a, there's a quote from one of the old Disney, I think Bob Iger, maybe. He said, uh, we have no obligation to make art. 
only to make money. And in some instances, in the pursuit of making money, we may occasionally make art. My problem is I want it to be art. Yeah. That's me. It's my fault. I should recognize this is just, it's another thing on the Marvel conveyor belt. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the only reason it's still around is because of how much money it makes. Like the only reason the the DC ones are still, even though this DC ones are fucking trash, you know what I mean? The only reason the Zack Schneider's Justice League is a thing is because it would make, you know, it made money. That's the only reason. HBO Max subscribers. Yeah, like, the only reason they're still pursuing fucking Flash and all these other Aquaman 2 is because the, the others made money. And they know people... Well, those actors are under contract. That's the other thing. Uh, Ezra yeah. Miller will have signed on to do X number of movies. So it's like, if we're going to make a Flash movie anyway, we've already fucking got this guy under contract. Yeah, I feel that DC have also taken from the Marvel formula by having what's it, uh, Michael Keaton come back, yeah, and things yeah. like that. Like obviously, yeah. you know, doing the whole things I know, you know, oh, it's him, I yeah. know him from well, the old thing. Well, yeah. the thing isn't it the, the the story that they're doing for that's it's Flashpoint, yeah. and in Flashpoint, the whole thing is he goes, someone goes in the past, a character, one of the characters goes in the past, changes the um, history. So that it then means that, like, Thomas Wayne, like, Bruce Wayne gets shot in the alley instead. So his dad becomes Batman and his mum becomes Joker. And then a bunch of other stuff changes the universe as well. But then what they've done is they've, from the, I mean, obviously we've not seen it, but from what the looks of it is, is the change in it. So something's going to happen so that it's Michael Keaton is Batman. But then also Ben Affleck's in it as well. Yeah. So it's gonna be like Flashpoint, but with multiverse I instead think it's of a multiverse movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably gonna be the, the 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 skeleton of Flashpoint, but it's gonna have multiverse elements instead. Like they're gonna. I wonder if they're gonna use a tre- the cosmic treadmill. Oh, that's a really. <laughs> I want them to. I right. My fucking everything. My everything for a DC movie to have a little bit of fun. It's so goofy. DC Comics well, that, is so goofy. The Suicide Squad just doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, it's and it's great. Good. It's so good. Giant fucking starfish is the bad guy, but it's so good. That's what they need to do. This is the right. You know, DC, they're so afraid of people accusing him of being like, oh, you're just trying to do the Marvel thing. Just fucking do the Marvel thing. It works. It works. The thing that is, Marvel have shown that, it's be- that it works. But DC have better characters and better story. So if they just were like, you know, fuck it, it's fine. You know, people, we're just going to do the Marvel thing. People are going to tell us it's going to do the Marvel thing. It won't matter. Because if they get good people doing the, 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 the films, they just use the stories that they have. They can have actual good, you know what I mean? Batman is be- one of the better than any of the Marvel characters. Superman is better than any of the Marvel characters. Even like Justice League in general is better than characters. The big crossover events are better. Like Final Crisis, Blackest Night, all these other things. They're just so much better. But DC are just like, oh, people will accuse us of, of copying Marvel and we don't want to do that. Like, fuck off, man. Just do it. <laughs> we should be sat here now talking about the second Nightwing movie. And instead, yeah. we're rebooting the whole thing. Yeah, like, if they... Right, the thing, DC's version of what if, what? It's called Elseworlds, isn't it? Yeah. Elseworlds is so good. Yeah. The 
really good Elseworld. Some of the best DC stories are Elseworld stories. Like one of like the Dark Knight Rises is considered one of the best pieces of literature ever written. That's a DC. That's a Batman Elseworld story. Yeah. Like that's like Superman Red Sun, where he lands in Russia instead. That's such a good story. Like DC Frontiers, where they're all set in the fire. It's just Killing Joke know. is technically Elseworlds. Like was yeah. I think it was when it was written, and then they were like, "This is popular. Put it in the main." <laughs> yeah, like, oh, this is good. Let's just make make a crippled. And now she's Oracle. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It annoys me that the like I was so much rather I'd be so much more committed if it was DC that had the multi, you know, the 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 cinematic universe. And they didn't just leave it in the hands of fucking Zack Schneider. I'm still waiting for the MonsterVerse. Yeah. I love the mummy with Tom Cruise. You mean the Dark Universe? The MonsterVerse? No, yeah, yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. That's over that's... now. That's finished. We, we got to the that's... crossover. We're done now. What was it? Four films? Three, four? Godzilla, Kong... Kong. Godzilla, King of Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong. They were, they were thinking about making Pacific Rim part of it, but I, I think they decided against it. Wait, is that it then? They're just done with that. I think, I think they're done. Fair enough. Fair. I've heard Godzilla vs. Kong is actually quite good. You know what? It, if you, yeah, it, if you don't take it seriously, it's just monsters fighting each other. Like they don't, they don't try to make it really yeah. serious. They're just like, dude, it's fucking monsters fighting each other. And then robot monster fights at the end, and they join together. It's like, fuck. It's like, it's like, it's like big monkey fights big lizard. That's what it is. You don't. And it's actually all right. You're like, yeah, all right. That's pretty good. You don't need to do what uh, Superman did, where it's like you don't need to. Sh- what BVS did in a way of you don't need to show me how many people died because Superman th- flew through a skyscraper. Just show me Superman fighting, fighting Batman, people, yeah. destroying thousands of buildings, destroying thousands of houses. We don't care as long as we see epic fight with two people. See, this is Zack Schneider's problem, right? I mean, I mean, we spoke about when we spoke about his Justice League. He's so obsessed with making it for some fucking human story. Yeah, it's like it's so. It needs to be about the characters. No, it's a superhero. I want to see Batman beat the shit out of someone. You know what I mean? Like, I am. Ex- I'm excited for Robert Pattinson's Batman, and I'm. I think the thing he's a good director. What's his name? The guy directing it. I forgot his name. The guy, oh John shit, White guy, it? isn't it? No, it's the guy who did the Plants of the Apes films. The oh new one. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Oh god, no, I can't remember his name. I'll Google it. But he's a good director, though. Like Donald Plants of the Apes is really good. Um, War for Plants of the Apes is good, not as good, but good. So I'm, I think it's good. The only thing is, I feel like it's going to try, he's going to do a similar, he's not going to go as stupid as Zack Schneider did with all the biblical fucking references Matt and Reeves. some shit. Matt, Matt Reeves. Reeves. Matt Reeves, he's a good director. But I think he's going to do a similar thing that Joker did where it's going to be like a very, it's a character study but not as much. But I just want Batman. I want. Yeah. I just want a story with Batman being Batman. Just, you know no, what I mean? I like, genuinely, like, right, this is aesthetic but I really want it. I want a blue Batman suit. Yeah, screen. I want blue suit. I want it blue cowl and cape with the blue gloves, grey with the yellow, yellow symbol, symbol on it. Yes, please. I just want that. I want Robin in his bright bloody yellow and red suit. Just it's 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 give me that, you know what I mean? Funny how the most accurate representation of the Batman from the comics is the Lego Batman movie. It, Real, realistically. I just I mean, want that. I want I want a Batman. 
film in the, the same style as, you know what I mean? Like, I'd, like you know, I get that Gotham City's, you know, really dark and gloomy or whatever, but it's not, though. It's, the whole, the aesthetic of Gotham City in the comics is, yeah, it's dark, but, like, the city's, like, bright red. And the best piece of media that captures Batman is the animated, animated series. series. I was just going to say. Animated series, and that's, like, technically the Arkham games as well, because I always consider those just a sequel anyway, because they're basically the same. The Batman... Maybe not Arkham Knight. <laughs> Arkham and Arkham City and the animated series, they are the best. They could potentially just be pulled straight from the comics because they're just yeah. so... The only thing that's missing from them, and it's not actually messi- missing from the uh, the games, is Batman narrating everything. Is him going... Every time someone appears on the page, he goes, Nightwing. Dick Grayson used to be Robin. <laughs> or like Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Like, yeah, I know, I know who it is. But like, you don't, you know what I mean? That's the only thing. But like, I just want that. I want a Batman film. Just, I want him to fight fucking Two-Face because Two-Face wants to blow up two cars or some shit, you know what I mean? I want Two-Face to be, you know what I mean? I want something, I want something good and DC aren't provide. I know we're talking about what if, but not talking about what if, you know what I mean? But, what if this podcast wasn't about what if? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> what if the show was good? Got him. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah, it annoys me. You watched it. You pay for that Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> You're the problem. Yeah. We, we all, I mean, I bought it. I did that. I fell for the buy it like a month in advance and you get £10 off and then you just pay full price the following year. I did that. I did that. Yeah, as well. Well, they got him. Got me. Got our money now. We can make whatever we want. To be fair, though, all you know, all jokes aside regarding the amount of me like Disney media we're getting, Book of Boba Fett, we're all going to watch that religiously and probably love it because it's being made by people who genuinely get it, and also Hawkeye, which I feel is going to be really fun because I think. I really like Jeremy Renner. I feel like he's a really funny guy. Wait, and Hale- whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, back up, back up, back up. You are the only person I've ever met on Earth that's ever uttered the phrase, I really like Jeremy Renner. I just think, in like, I mean, the only media I've ever seen him in is Tag, and, <laughs> and obviously, the, he's got obvi- obviously, obviously, yeah. the, obviously the Avengers films. The Avengers films, but like, in, in interviews and stuff, he seems really genuine and a nice guy. And I feel that Haley Steinfeld, I've seen her in loads of stuff, loads of like, she's you great. know, the teen films and that, but also like Bumblebee, things like that. She's a really good actress and I feel that she could, she's probably got down the physical part. She, she's, I mean, obviously like, but I think that, and also the fact that it's based around Christmas. For some reason, I feel that like Iron Man yeah. 3 was, it's going to be a Christmas show and I feel that it'll be nice and happy. You're going to have all the different Christmas songs. Yeah, it's going to have like... Yeah. The end of it. Each episode's I want it to the- be like Die Hard, you know, in the end. That's my they, hope. Genuinely, I wouldn't be surprised. And they'll probably the director will come out and be like, I took inspiration from uh, films like Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel that Book of Boba Fett and Hawkeye, I feel that they, they have to get them really, really bad. For a third people, not like I, w- yeah. I will say this about the book of Boba Fett, and I understand that I'm in the minority. What you got to understand is you're talking to number one Star Wars pedant in the entire world, the only guy who doesn't like the Mandalorian. 
He likes he likes the Last Jedi. I like the Last Jedi. <laughs> I think the Last Jedi is the best piece of Star Wars media they've ever made. <laughs> I think they're wow. going in the complete wrong direction. I'll tell you now. I'm not fucking watching the book of Boba Fett unless that show opens with Boba Fett tripping on a fucking banana peel and dying, like smashing his face inside his helmet and just fucking dying, right? And Yo. then somewhat like that's that's I'll watch it then. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's how it starts and then just as like he's like his face is inched away from the ground, he just pauses and he's like, duh, 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 duh. yeah, so that's me. <laughs> this is how <laughs> I bet I'm you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got here. Let's go back a few weeks. I'll watch <laughs> like, that. I'll watch that show. But it's like, like it's not gonna be like that. What it's gonna be is gonna be Boba Fett doing cool, cool epic cool gif fight scenes. And General exactly. Grievous is going to be exactly. in it, and Ahsoka's going to be in it, and like Jango fun. Fett's going to be in it, and Mace Windu's going to be in it, and uh, oh, sure. Darth Revan's going to be in it. Surely they won't bring back Mace Windu. I reckon it's inevitable. It's, it's, it's absolutely inevitable. No way. Chuck enough I money think... Sam Jackson's way, it'll happen. Yeah. You know, so, so... This is dies from fall damage in the Star Wars universe, Joe. Name one. This is going to sound really like I'm just sucking off Dave Filoni and John. <laughs> they get it. Yeah. Surely, surely they get it that much that they'll know that Mace Windu is dead. He is dead. I don't know, you know. Imagine, though. Imagine. Like Yoda is dead and literally disappeared. They'll put post- him on a poster and the Disney Plus subscriptions will go up. Whoa! No, no, just I genuinely that. never thought of that, and now I'm having a crisis. <laughs> just think about it, though. Imagine what everyone's reaction is going to be when, like that shot when they revealed that it was like, because we all knew we were like, we saw this, the 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 X wing shot, and we were like, oh shit, there's no way. We saw someone fight with the lightsaber, we like, oh my god, it is. Green and then we saw the shot with the green lightsaber, we were like, oh shit, son, we know who it is. It's what it's going to happen is there's going to be a situation they're going to make like. It'd be, I don't know, maybe everyone loves Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan show. They give him his own show or something. <laughs> There's going to be a shot in the trailer where he's going to be walking somewhere. It's going to be dark. And then a purple lightsaber no, will come on. No, and it'll yeah. be Darth Vader or Vader or whatever. And we'll all lose our minds no, because it's like, oh, fuck. It's gonna, it's gonna be Sam Jackson again, no. but it's gonna have like those like robotics. He's gonna have a robotic arm or some <laughs> shit, and he's gonna be like evil or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I can see it happen. The thing is, as much as I'm saying no, and I refuse to believe that the people in charge will do this, as soon as I see that purple lightsaber, We're all gonna, I'll be like, saying? Oh god, that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's gonna happen is, it's, it's the trailer's gonna leak. Not like the show's going to come out and that purple lightsaber is going to be in it. And then you're going to send a message in the group chat about how much you love it. And I'm going to send this clip back to you. No, no. <laughs> I just, I just, I'd like to think, as you said, as that guy said, they only care about money. But I'd like to think that Dave Filoni and John Favreau, I mean, Dave Filoni, that man is the biggest Star Wars virgin I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, he knows like in the behind the scenes, he knows everything. Yeah. He, his favorite Jedi is Plo Koon. You've got to be some sort of weird guy. To- I love Dave Filoni for that. My favorite Jedi is Plo Koon. I love The Last Jedi. My favorite Jedi is Plo Koon. You know why he's got a gold lightsaber? Plo Koon's motherfucking elite. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, I, I, I just... Star Wars Jedi Power Battles on the PS1. I'm playing as Plo Koon. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'd just like to think that they wouldn't. But as you said, and the more I think about it, they will. They will. It's inevitable. I yeah. feel like it's inevitable. They're going... The thing, you they've, they've officially said that... Oh, I mean, have they officially said that? Didn't they say that what's-his-name from... Um, Knights of the Old Republic is officially canon again. Darth Raven, yeah. yeah. They said, because everyone wanted it, and they were like, DC were like, uh, no, DC, Disney were like, no, I mean, you know, no, we don't really want to do it, and everyone's like, no, do it, and they're like, okay. It's inevitable. It's just one of those things where, because there's loads of people who do actually want it, and it's, I think it's just, it's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be something when they do it. You know what I mean? It's it, like I think it was like a year ago. Now with Boba Fett came back and was like, oh, Boba Fett's coming back, and it's gonna be like they maybe will maybe keep it a secret or they'll announce that <coughs> Sam Jackson's gonna come back as Mace Windows rather mm. than know about it in mm. advance. I they think, won't do. I, think, I can see. That. I think it was I a could... year ago that me and Jacob recorded a lot of podcasts about what what we'd like to see from Star Wars going forward and my concluding thought was i just want to see new stuff i think there's so much area of exploration from the star wars universe we don't need we don't need to have necessarily jedi and sith we can still have lightsabers we'll still have the force i don't think we need to have jedi and sith i don't think we need to have stormtroopers i think we do i think there's lots of area for exploration the reality is they're not interested in taking those chances they'll just keep going back to everything that's already happened. Recycle, recycle, recycle. Every new thing has to come with something old attached to it. You don't... I, I, I don't give a shit about Cal Kestis, right? I, I think that game's garbage. I don't like his character. But for the people who do like Cal Kestis, you don't get Cal Kestis without Saw Gerrera being in it. And you don't get Saw Gerrera without Darth Vader showing up in Rogue One. Always yeah. back, back, back. There's always something else to reference. I suppose... I suppose... With saying that, you do have things, for example, episodes of The Mandalorian, people claimed as filler that were probably the most fresh and non-referency material you could get. Like when they went yeah. to that ice planet with the frog lady and there's the massive, the old concept art by Ralph McQuarrie, like like those creatures exist and like you'd never seen those before unless... I mean, I was, I, Dick sucking John Favreau and Dave Filoni again, but like, unless people who knew, yeah, the con- the knew the stuff, because if it was just Disney employed important person, they wouldn't have gone to an ice planet and fought monsters designed by Ralph McCrae. They yeah. would have gone to Halloween and fought uh, Jawas. They would have yeah, gone fair. to Endor and fought uh, teddy bears again. What are the names? Ewoks. 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 You know, like there is. I, I completely understand what you're saying in regards to everything has to come with something else. But I feel that there is room and I feel that people are getting more and more comfortable with new stuff. Yeah. I like the thing. Yeah, I like they talk the... about, though. They talk about Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. true. The... I think the thing with The Mandalorian is it's good. Mandalorian Season 2 seemed like... I mean, The Mandalorian Season 2 was Dave Filoni being like, well, I mean, I wanted to, I want to see all these characters that I've designed in live action. Yeah. Let's do it. And I mean, like, Thingy was good as live action Ahsoka. Like, I'm excited for her show. And I feel like he <laughs> he only put her in because he was like, because he he that's his character, hmm. and he's like, I want to make her show. So he's like, Mandalorian, I'll do that. Yeah. So then you know, what I mean, like that Ahsoka 
episode was just a pilot, basically, oh, yeah. for a yeah. sort of show. And they're just adding... I think it's... You've got a good balance in The Mandalorian, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know a lot of it is, like... Um, What's the word when you know putting stuff in because they know the fans like fan service. Fans, I know a lot of it is fan service, and some people don't like fan service. I don't mind fan service. It's it's when it's really obvious fan service. You know what I mean? Like if I don't know, like Rogue One when the two guys from the cantina bump into him and they're like, "Hey, what way are you going?" Yeah, stuff like that. Like that's you know, it's not necessary, but. I don't mind some fan service. Like I, I don't mind. I like seeing Luke again. Oh yeah. I like seeing Ahsoka. I liked Bug Tom being in it. That was pretty cool. You know, I know Boba Fett. Everyone was like, you know, like you said, like obviously Boba Fett in the original, like George Lucas was like, he's just a bantam. So he's got some cool armor. You know, he dies in the most ridiculous way. But like, I that that scene where he beat the shit out of the stormtroopers, it made me laugh because it just made me think of the scene from. Robert Chicken, where he comes back and he's like, <laughs> "Back from the dead, assholes!" And he's just, you know, it makes it's stuff like that it makes me makes me laugh. I like it, um, and I'm excited for some of the stuff that's coming up. Oh, man, I'm so excited for Obi Wan. So excited for the Obi Wan show. <laughs> so excited for that. It's gonna be so sick. To see Obi McGregor again. <laughs> oh, oh man! I open the Obi Wan show. We get to see him practice his. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just, he's just there and like just practicing. He's just like, I'd love it if there's a scene where he's practicing it because obviously every version of Star Wars remastered has got a different version different of that noise, song. Yeah. I want to see him looking in a mirror doing all the different ones. He's like, which one works the best? And then there's one where he's just screaming into the mirror. I'd love that. There's just what the first episode is him just bored on Tatooine and he's just doing all this stuff. He's just, I don't know, walking along in the desert and there's a one where he's testing all the different that'd be sick. And then something happens and like the thing with I was saying before about I don't mind some fan like him fight him him fighting Darth Vader is pure fan service. Yeah. And it when you watch the other films, the whole thing is that they fought Mustafar and then they haven't seen each other for 20 years. And then he died. But, like, I'm, you know what? I don't even care. I just want to see them fight again. Doesn't, for for context purposes, doesn't, don't, doesn't, before they fight on the Death Star in episode four, Obi-Wan knows who he is. Obi-Wan goes, yeah, he finds out, yeah. So, technically, even though it is fan service, it's adding context. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's thingy, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's. It's all just made up, so yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I just it's it's real life, Joe. It's in a galaxy far, far away. But a long time ago. No, I'm just I'm excited just to see them fight again. Yeah. I don't even care. Like like the thing I think is there's that whole thing wasn't there when they were writing it, and that apparently the original script was awful and that's why they that's why it's taken them so long. I think the thing that they were stuck on was the fact that Obi-Wan was supposedly he never left Tatooine for those 20 years or whatever. Yeah. And they've just been like, right, just fucking, he's going to leave. We're going to have him leave. It makes no sense to set the entire show on Tatooine. He's going to go we and can't... see Dexter Jackster again. Yeah, let's just, let's just fucking, they just, they just decided like, fuck it. You know what I mean? People are going to watch it because people want to see Obi-Wan. Let's just <laughs> text the Jensen. Yeah. Let's just do it, and then I think when they made that decision, they were like, "Yeah, fucking Darth Vader. Let's just put Darth. Let's have him fight Darth Vader again because of course. 
Like, I reckon there's going to be a bit where he's going to hear about Darth Vader. And he's going to hear, like, oh, this guy sounds... And then he's going to find out that it's Anakin during the fight. I reckon that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what? It's like the Soka one where he cuts... She sees his face under the mask and hears his voice. And she's like, oh, shit. I reckon it's going to be something like that. You know what I like? It, again, like, it's it's pure it's pure rough fan service, and it kind of does like. And I and I've been a big proponent against the the Vader Obi Wan fight happening again. To be honest with you, but if they go absolutely fucking balls to the walls with it, right? If they try and up the Mustafar fight, well, I'll be up for it. If if they have a lightsaber fight on a Star Destroyer, and over the course of the fight they bring the Star Destroyer down, yeah, sick. Imagine. Well, the thing is, context-wise, they are both at the highest level at this point. Yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan's already proven he is epic Jedi. Anakin's basically just become Vader, so he's just full of anger and rage, which will make him epic Jedi. These are like... Like, the fight in Episode 3, personally, I wouldn't say is they're both of them at their highest level. Whereas I feel that the, the one that we're going to see in... Kenobi would be yeah, so it should be it should be like way ridiculous, shit, yeah. yeah, like stupid like the, stuff. The them fighting brings down a star destroyer, and then he has to fit like that bit in uh, Jumba Force Unleashed where you have oh, yeah. to yeah. do the whole thing like that, but the two of them are like if you sit they're trying to like push it towards each other or some shit. I'm sure just ridiculous yeah. shit. That's just so cool. I'm sure there's a comic like a Star Wars, almost like a Star Wars What If, and I'm sure in one of them, basically. Long story short, Luke goes to Dagobah. Yoda's like, "Oh, I'll come with you to to the Death Star," and basically, Yoda force drives the Death Star <laughs> into uh, Endor. Just like stuff that. like that that's ridiculous, but it looks so good. You know what? You know what I want to see in live action. There is a moment from a Star Wars comic that's legitimately cool. I want to see. It's from a comic called Vader Down, right? Where it was like a Star Wars event comic. Uh, I can't remember if it was like Vader and Luke, like they crash into each other or something, whatever. They both end up on this planet, but in separate places. When amongst Vader's wreckage, a bunch of rebel troopers like show up and surround him, and there's like 50 rebel troopers all around him in this pit. And he just he looks around, he just doesn't, doesn't answer them, doesn't draw his lightsaber or anything, just stands there, spots one of them's got a thermal detonator on, his, on their belt detonates it using the force and it triggers a chain reaction of all the thermal detonators going off. It's yeah. sick. It's so good. That's what, I, yeah, I want that. I reckon you're going to have a lot of in the Obi-Wan show stuff, just cool Darth Vader stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like just Rogue One yeah. corridor scene, but as a just Darth Vader just going like mad on like a bunch of rebels and just doing just sick stuff. There's, like, just, there's so much content. For example, like the whole there's another comic as well. I think I'm pretty sure it's canon, but like obviously, when Palpatine starts sending Vader on missions, stormtroopers don't know who he is. Stormtroopers yeah. shoot at him. Stormtroopers are terrified of this guy, Sick. and it's just stuff like that to see I just wanna, people yeah. react to him. Yeah, which would be awesome. But like people not knowing who he is, you never know. Beginning. Yeah, we but, never know. I mean, I'm happy leaving it in the capable hands of John and Dave. <laughs> John and Dave. <laughs> Dave. Another two guys you'd meet down at the pub, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a show about Brian Blessed's character from The Phantom Menace. The fucking yeah. King of Bosnas. <laughs> what was he called? Oh. That guy. What was he called? <laughs> he was called Bosnas. It was, it was uh, 
Oh, he was called Bosnas. I thought he the was fucking the place was called Bosnas. No, the place. Oh, what's the place called? Gungan City. Or Gung, yeah, Gungan. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just imagine an office style show in Gungan City. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, that's what's for sure. He managed to just do Jar Jar, you put my my beans in jello again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so sick. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine that'd be the best. Jar Jar, you <laughs> silly bitch. <laughs> we can only dream, eh? We can only dream. There we go, Disney. Oh, we'll do holy that. shit. <laughs> that was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> what if? We didn't talk about what if at all. It was just everything else under the sun, apart from what if. I, I, mean, can't, it was... I can't wait to discover that the Star Wars chat was longer than the what if chat. It probably fucking was, you know. <laughs> Well, we'll, yeah. we'll end it on Sam. Your three episodes you watched. What are you going to give? What if out of ten? Um, I'm going as of as of right now, only seen three. What? No, oh, I really hate the second one. Two, two out two? of ten. No, eight out of nine. I'd I'd say uh, I've seen. I mean, I didn't see the thingy on either the one with. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, but he saves Tony Stark. Because oh, yeah. I was just told that it's just the same, yeah. but he just does that a few years earlier or some shit. So I've seen how many? There's nine. Seven, I've nine. seen seven. It's. I think the second to last episode. I haven't seen the last episode. Obviously, he redeems it a bit. So I'm gonna give it like a six. Yeah, I'd say. So, but I imagine if I'd seen the last episode, the two, I'm, I'm yeah. maybe maybe a seven. But I'd have to see the last episode. The, the, the sounds of yeah. episode's pretty good. It's good to see Ultron again. It's sad that it's not James Spader, though. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say six. Nine. Having seen all of them, the final two episodes save it in an incredibly needed way. If the last two episodes were just, here's the story of, I don't know, Thor, but Thor's a girl. If there were just more episodes like that, it genuinely, and I love Marvel, and I'm the biggest consumer of it ever, it'd be a four, the whole series as a whole. But because of the last two episodes, I'd give it at least six, seven, I'd say six and a half, six and a half, six point five. Let me ask you this, Joe, as, as a closing question. Uh, okay. they, they made a deal beforehand about how it's, it's, de- it's definitely canon, you should be watching it. By the end of it, is, do you feel like it firmly establishes itself as a part of the MCU? Like, is there an after credit scene where it's like, yep, it matters. I, <laughs> I feel that the the character of the Watcher, if he wasn't brought in almost as his own hero in the final two episodes, I would genuinely think this could be important. Because this character of the Watcher, yes, even though it's in the What If universe, he knows our MCU universe, is yeah. it? 999 or whatever ours, what's it? Yeah, it's 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 up there in the like thousands Whatever or something. He knows about that one. He talks about that one. So this watcher in real form, I'll say in real form, IRL form, in MCU form, is real. We may see him at some point. But the fact that they bring him in as a character like as someone who just like goes, Here's your mission, save the save the multiverse ruins it for me. Right. And I wouldn't like for example, as I said before, my mum, who thinks she likes to watch all the Marvel content, she's seen Loki, she's seen Falcon and Winter Soldier. If she asked, shall I watch What If, I'd probably say no. Which is, in a way, it's sad, because it's the first thing, piece of Marvel content I would have ever said no to. But it's just not important. 
and that's yeah. sad in a way. It's sad because it's kind of it's it's an interesting concept. Hmm. I think it's like it's it's a good. Yeah, because, it, it, like I said before, like DC have some real... I mean, DC, though Elseworlds stuff is some of the best stuff, so if it was the other way around, if it was DC doing this instead, like, it should be really good. It's just an interesting, like, to see... Because that's why some of them are so good, is because these different scenarios create some really good stories. But uh, it's just... They've, they've, I think the problem is they've played it safe yeah, with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they could have gone absolutely crazy, and they've kind of played it safe a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe when they do, if they do a season two, maybe they'll go a bit more thingy. A bit more like, ooh, you know, based on... But, I don't know. I'd say two words. Unfulfilled potential. Wow. Is how we describe the whole series. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Right, well... Thank you very much for watching this episode of the Outtakes Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, Joe and Joe. Joe and Joe, uh, podcasters. I don't know. Uh, um, if you uh, want to check out more uh, content, hit subscribe on your favorite podcasting app's little feed or on our YouTube channel and share it with your mates. That'd be cool. You can also check out what we're going to be doing on our socials at The Real Outtakes at Twitter and Instagram. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.